Warning, you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language, but you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. What's up? What's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. And I'm Jewel, the daughter. And And you're you're listening to What What the F is Ladylike. The cost of inflation doesn't benefit us working people. Not the daily workers, no. It also doesn't help those who are just struggling paycheck to paycheck. You know, single families. The government is the one who is reaping the benefits of inflation. Hmm. Crazy. This is the first time listening to us. Welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome to our podcast. Yes, yes. We have some uh, power coming back in some communities here. We've been dealing with, again, the the fires, the smoke, and the power companies shut off a whole bunch of uh, counties. Yeah. Up here around in the Portland area or surrounding areas, it's been affecting a lot of people's homes and businesses and, you know, I hope that everybody's power is able to come back on as soon as possible because, you know, we know how important it is, how, you know, everything that we use on a daily basis kind of is, we need power. Yeah, you know, and as those fires are raging through, I begin to wonder, like, is that a good decision because of the wind? I get it. The wind, I, I mean, I get it. The wind, power lines, but how is those whose powers get shut off when it's like 90 plus degrees, then they rely on that electricity to stay cool, stay cool, not just to stay cool, but feed themselves, but to put out a goddamn fire. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You kind of need electricity to do that. I mean, and you, I also think of there are a lot of elderly people And they already have a hard time during this heat wave that we deal with from time to time. And we have these cool shelters, but how are they going to have access to them? You don't realize that a lot of these older people don't have access to that. Right, right. So they're just going to be sitting in their homes freaking in a sauna. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I mean... People will, will be like, oh, yeah, shut the power off. I mean, let's benefit all that. But then you have to think of that's affecting so many people. And again, just because it's not affecting you. I mean, fuck, dude, like 
I cannot imagine not being with, I mean, my kids need it for a lot of the things like I make them food. I, you know, do a lot of things to, I mean, it's kind of where society has made us rely on a lot of electronics and power. So, yeah, imagine that poor Elon Musk. They can't be charging your your car there. <laughs> yeah. Charging stations. Electricity, right? I mean, like I it I mean like we've said it'd be all a good idea and it's great, but to make it an effect like that, it's just not feasible right now. I mean. Yeah. And the UK, you listen to us, you guys are a big supporter UK. We know that you lost your queen. It was a historical day. So our hearts go out to you guys. Jill has a different opinion on the the queen. I grew up. I grew up with uh, my grandma Jewel watching all of the stuff, and so I I was always forced to you know pay attention to that stuff, and I got to learn a little bit about the way it was. I may not have agreed on um, a lot of things, but I got to know and watch that family. So before we start our show, don't forget to check out Josh Larson and Rachel dying on the inside. Check them out. Also check out Jesse Spomberg, urban survivor, man.com flash down. Check it out. Don't forget to check out Dylan's Art Glass on Instagram. Check him out. Check him out. So here in Portland, Oregon, actually throughout Oregon, it's not just Portland, Oregon. Because um, what we're finding out is this is bleeding into the cities. That's what I call it. Bleeding in. Because like it's coming into all cities. So let's break this down. The cost of housing here in Portland, Oregon is crazy just to have like a studio apartment. Remember that cost of inflation, right? Remember we shut the the city down, but the the stuff was rising before then. And these numbers that we're going to tell you are most likely probably not even in the safest areas too. So you're still going to be paying a crazy amount for not such a great area. And you have to remember, a lot of times that Jewel and I have do research, the stats are, are older, right? So trying to get fresh information, stats on things, it was a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about the homeless today. I feel like it's people like me and you that are the people who report on it, unlike actual journalism, like journalists that report don't, don't you don't see a lot of it because I don't know if they are embarrassed about it. They want to paint Portland as this pretty picture. But right now we are hurting like really, really bad. We are. We are. And so the cost of housing. I'm just going to break this down before we go into the. And this is like not even like if you're buying a house or this is this like is renting. L- right? Renting. Right, right, right. Which is, you know, what, you know, it's hard to buy a house these days. So this is more of the daily people's, this is what they're going to have to deal with. So the cost to rent a studio apartment, the, on the average, 
in Portland, Oregon, which could not be in a very good neighborhood, is $1,272 for a studio apartment. For a studio apartment. Let's say you had a family and some babies and all all of that fun stuff and you needed an apartment and you needed a three-bedroom apartment. That's on the average going to be $2,350. See, and when you put those numbers like that, it is so crazy because, you know, my family has had to do that. We know we had a three bedroom apartment and it was not like that because it was years ago. But again, I think about it and it wasn't that long ago, but I was paying half, like not even half of that for, I was paying under a thousand dollars for a three bedroom where I was living, but this is in not in Portland. This was in a different location. And it's just crazy to hear those numbers go up and up and up. It is. And then the minimum wage did get raised this year to fourteen seventy five. Is that enough? <laughs> so if you break that down weekly, that is five hundred and ninety dollars a week. Now that's gross. So then you have taxes taken out of that too. Mm-hmm. Right? Uncle Sam. So you're not going to be bringing home five hundred and whatever dollars. You're going to have to t- deduct the taxes from that. And also if you were to have medical yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, some people have union jobs and you got union dues, but that's if you're in union, that's just separate. But, you know, so that's the case for some people. So then that the gross on that is $2,360 a month on the average, right? Think about that. Your rent just for a studio. I mean, if okay, let's say you're going to get a one bedroom. That's $1,000 you know, 500 and some change, right? Two bedroom, over $2,000. It's like 2025 at the lowest. So if you're only bringing home to your gross, which is going to be taxed $2,360, can you see how there's a problem? Because that's not taking into consideration. I spend $500 at the grocery store every single week. Yeah, you got to deduct all your expenses. And this is kind of what high school should prepare you for is expenses that you're going to have to pay on a daily basis. Like if you have a phone, you're going to have a phone bill. If you want to have electricity, yeah, you got Elon pay, Musk, you got to pay for your electricity. If you want to have the benefits of having cable or like a Netflix or subscription, you're going to be paying for that to have some sort of TV watching experience. And then, you know, you got to have heat, you got to have all that, you got to have all this stuff, you got to have water. You got to, I mean, some places you got to pay all this shit separately. You got to pay your garbage and then, okay, take away all that stuff. Then you got to pay your personal expenses. What do you get? I mean, you got to clean yourself. You got to get shampoo, conditioner. You got to get all them goods, you know, things are not, and you got to get gas. And if you're an electric vehicle, you got to, you got to go get your freaking thingy. I'll charge. And if your power's out, the fuck you do then? You know what I mean? It's just a shit show. It is a shit show. It is. So if you're living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. and then shit gets shut down and you can't go to work mm-hmm. and you're not getting paid because some people don't have vacation times or let's say you got COVID or, you know, 
there are different situations going on why people are homeless. Mm-hmm. See, in this scenarios that we're talking about, they were talking about just a single person. Imagine if this was like a single person, you and I, and then you had a kid in there, another kid, and then you have those expenses. And then for some people's cases, because again, you don't know people's situations. Everybody's situation is different. Right. And remember, remember Roe versus Wade. We have got to have them babies, women. We've got to have them babies. But if I had to, <laughs> if I had to specifically speak on my situation and no one else's situation, if I didn't have the help from my parents, my family would have been homeless. 100% would have been homeless if I didn't have outside help. If it was just relied on upon me and my spouse, we'd be screwed because I have serious health issues that causes me to not be able to work. And so he's the only one with income. And then when he got hurt, holy shit, dude. Like, it, it, I mean, you don't know people's situations and you don't know what happens. And then I'm so thankful for my situation, but not everybody has that situation. Some people have it to where they are relied on on just themselves and they don't have help. So you got to think about that. That's crazy. It is crazy. You also got, have to think about the vets that are out on the street mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, Who served for our fucking country. And then that's that's what they get. Yeah, that's what they get. So um, in reported... In Portland, in January of 2022, okay? This is not recent. This is January. As close as we can get. Yeah, it's the closest I could get, you guys, because yeah. when I did this research, I mean, Joel's like, you're going to go down a rabbit hole. Because I've done it before. And she was, I didn't go down, I had that in mind. I had that I'm not going to find out all of the information um, that... Ted's not going to contact me back that, um, you know, the people that I was reaching out to were not going to, uh, contact me back. Um, but at any rate, I did get Ted's report. I did get Ted's, uh, budget. I did get, um, a breakdown of different things. Um, so I was feeling pretty confident with that we could do the show. So the reported is 6,633 people that are homeless in Portland. I think that's a lot of people, but I'm not quite sure that that number is accurate. Agreed. I think the number is quite higher. And the people that are in charge of of taking care of that data is an organization that is um, mainly involved in the homeless community. And it is the Joint Office of Homeless. (laughs) So in 2022, they asked for more money for the homeless. And it was one million sixty one is what ended up being the number. And and let me just break a couple things down that maybe people don't know about. Um, you, you know tell them. Uh, about a few things. 
I feel like a lot of people who aren't from Portland just really don't know. So no, they don't know. So where does this money come from? So the county department receives federal dollars for the homeless as well as money from the city and the county and the Metro support Metro. If you don't know what Metro is, so Metro is like, if you look up the Metro, mm, it's all kind of like Hillsboro, you know, all of those, the Metro, you know, surrounding Portland. It'll, if you say Metro area, it'll tell you what it is. Mm hmm. So that's how they get the money. Now, the budget for for 2023 got approved. 255.5 million will go to the homeless. And it's going to be the Joint Office of Homeless Who's doing all of that data? Of course, there's other other agencies and services that are involved, but let's just focus on the Joint Office of Homeless. That budget is to include 130 million for shelter, 106 million for supplemental housing. 25 million for behavioral health issues. 12 million for outreach programs. So an outreach program is when they go and they go talk to the homeless. They, you know, do all of that. So the budget in this next coming year is going to expand shelter for 2,400 and 18 more beds. Okay, now how many homeless people do we have? What the reported is over 6,000. Okay, yeah. So that's from what we have now is 1,600. So that math isn't adding up to me. They're also going to open up in the fall a new behavioral health center um, in downtown Portland. And again, it is up to the joint office responsibility to handle all of the data, all the data bases, and the mandate to report back to the feds of where that money is going for the homeless. Well, and what doesn't get talked about enough of, so, you know, there's stereotypical of like, how someone becomes homeless or who be, who's a homeless person or like how we mean go get a fucking job those kind of stupid fucking things right you know but you know what i'm super passionate about and what people don't realize is you know you see a lot of women out there and do you ever do you just bat an eye and not just like blink and you don't ever wonder how they got there and there's issues that go on that is just a repetitive problem and uh, again child sex trafficking into them having to live onto the street and then develop into as an adulthood that's what they're at like so that's why we when you break it down into those things for like behavioral health and all those things it's just like i don't know it there's so much to 
to help prevent these issues, I feel like. And we also need to take that into consideration to, uh, we look at, you know, the issue of what we have for the homeless, but also how did we get here? Exactly. How did we get here? Because a lot of people that I see suffer from health issues. Um, yeah. And some of those health issues can prevent them from having a normal everyday job. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not all the case with the homeless that we have in Portland, Oregon. Some suffer from anxiety. Let's say they lost their job. Um, they're overwhelmed of trying to get a job. They're trying to pay the bills on an everyday basis and they just can't get out of it. And then you have the collection calls, you have ongoing, I mean, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure, and there's no more money coming in. And then imagine people who have pre-existing health conditions and having to fight for their lives and then get mountains and mountains of fucking medical bills because nobody gives a shit. And then that, that like, medical bills in its own for expenses, and you, like you said, you see a lot of them have a lot of health issues that need help and they don't get fucking help. I mean, even <clears throat> even if you go above that, which is people like me and you, we don't even get the right help that we're supposed to. So could you imagine the kind of help they're getting? Like, it's just we are supposed to be about people helping people, right? Mm-hmm. Is that not what we're supposed to be raised upon? Like people helping people? Mm-hmm. And being kind. And yet, me and you have seen so much unkind things and how these homeless people get treated. Like, I was just telling you, I have a mixed feeling of giving money. Not because I do have a feeling of, you know, don't know what they're going to do with it. But then what me and you have witnessed of then people getting denied to not even be able to get access to go and get food. So I'm like, okay, so maybe I just need to be able to give them fucking food because they're not even gonna be able to go inside of a place to get food because people are getting denied to get food. Mm -hmm. And we witnessed that Mm -hmm. firsthand. So that's my issue with that. So me and Simon are trying to figure out something to where we can help in our way. But it's just because we witnessed that and it's just horrible. And I don't know how many places turn away people. I hope there's more businesses that are willing to help because you know they see it and i think there's a lot of portlanders who are wanting to help but there's those bigger corporations like fuck you and just snarky little bitches there are are many different reasons why people are out on the street and everybody doesn't know their situation so you have to kind of like remove that judgment right you don't know why you don't know why Um, Some people are addicts that are out on the street. 100%. Some of them are addicts. Not all of them are addicts. Mm -hmm. I get to watch. I I watch this on an everyday basis. I see different types of human beings that are suffering out on the streets. Let me say that again. Human beings are suffering in America on the streets thousands thousands but don't you worry the joint office of homeless got hundreds of people off the street last 
this last year, hundreds. As a matter of fact, it was 500. Did they really get them off or did they just move them somewhere else <clears throat> to make it not their problem? So 500 people got housed directly from the SHS money. 2,770 people were moved from the streets. But at the rate that our homeless population is going, we have more people going into homeless than they are getting people off the street. So those numbers keep on raising. And that's where the numbers of inflation and what we talked about in the beginning comes in play because there's normal fucking people who have normal jobs that can't afford the everyday things these days. It's fucking outrageous. So they can put people into like temporary motels. Um, There's different, you know, things that they can do. There's like emergency shelters, but all of them are full. So you have $255.5 million in this budget. I'm going to ask all of you, because I know the solution. How do you help the homeless? How do you help the homeless? How do you solve homelessness? The answer is easy. The answer is easy. What do you think that that answer is? The answer is every person should have a home. It's simple, right? How do you get there? How do you get there? And everybody should have access to health care. Everybody should have access to the basic needs of a human being, of what you're brought up as, I guess, in society, and what they want to paint a picture. You're supposed to have a home uh, to, to survive. You're supposed to have, I mean... You you also, like I said, need to have things in place to prevent certain situations to happen. We need help with sex trafficking to end having a lot of women on the streets. And that's a big issue. And it doesn't get talked about yet. These women are called hookers and all these fucking foul things that they don't deserve because you don't understand their situation. You don't understand what they've been through to be in where they are at. And I follow somebody who helps not in Portland, but they help in a very, very hard place in LA. And the way she talks to them, she talks to them like they're a fucking human. And I love it. She goes, I know you're hurting. I'm sorry. I can tell you're hurting. I just want to help you and provide you this. And she gives them food and water and basic needs like Band-Aids, Neosporin, so they don't try and get infections. And and that's the way she talks to them. She's like, I know you're hurting and I'm sorry. Because they're fucking humans. Mm -hmm. So the third quarter report came out in uh, in May of this year. 
So after nine months of the funding of $52 million were provided for the homeless, this is nine months after, they only moved, like I said, the 500 people into permanent housing. Seven or 2,770 into off the streets. They've added new shelters. They've done expanding on their outreach, community cleanup, behavioral health services. That's where the money has gone. Now, how much money do you think somebody makes in this um, industry of the homeless? How much money do you think that they make? On their average, it is like $24, $25 an hour. But me, knowing me, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper, right? Like I'm going to go like I'm going to apply for it, right? I found um, a position open that was like 74 to like three-digit numbers, mm-hmm. Right? 115000 or something. And that's for one person. So let's think about the administration costs. Now we have all of these different, you know, um, services that are out there trying to help the homeless. You have now the government flipping money over for each person, right? That is homeless. So what have you created? You've created jobs that people are going to depend on. So why cure homelessness? So why do that, right? You know, the government's giving you money. And you could easily say, you know what I think of when we talk about this? Um, I don't know if she's going to, I don't think she's going to care because she's a fucking dope, kind person. I always think of grandma because my grandma is such a selfless person, which selfless means like she does, she thinks about others, you know, mm-hmm. before herself. Sometimes too much. Sometimes she needs to protect herself. But um, I, for, I don't even know how many years she's been helping the homeless. And I remember her, you telling me you had a conversation with her and she turned to you and she goes, well, Sarah, who's going to help them? Because she's sitting there in it and she's seeing how it's getting neglected. And she's sitting there, who's going to help them? I need to help them. She feels like she has this obligation to help because she's seeing that it's getting neglected. And so every time I hear like, they're like, oh, but we're doing this and we're doing this. I'm like, but I'm going to tell you something. My mom makes sure that they have a shower. Mm -hmm. My mom makes sure that they have the hygiene. And she does this. Volunteers, she doesn't get paid. Nope. There's no getting paid. This is all on her own time. But it's very concerning to me because you notice if you go down different streets, it's not getting better. Mm-mm. They're not getting the help that they need, nor are the, the services that are out there supposed to be helping the homeless. They're not working together. 
They're not working together as a team. Their plan is not working. Ted's plan is not working. Well, this plan is not working. Well, because didn't you tell me that there's a specific number, not the police, they're not supposed to call the police sometimes when they're dealing with homeless situations, because if they're not being reckless or endangering anybody, they're supposed to call a certain number, right? Not 911. No, um, because they tell people if you're experiencing homeless or whatever to call 211. Yeah. Well, so what we encountered last weekend where there was a woman who was in a store we were at and she was under a crisis, but she wasn't harming anybody. She was just being irate with her own tone of voice. And just, she could tell she was having a hard time. And, but what we noticed, we couldn't, by the end of the time when we were done with the store, we didn't see, I didn't see where she went, but it looked like it appeared that it was cops. Cause when we left, there was cops so, but in my head, I was like, I thought there was supposed to be a certain group that is supposed to be helping this and not being, I mean, I really hope I didn't see this situation. I hope that they weren't aggressive with her, but I mean, Simon, I've witnessed so much aggression within mm-hmm. the police lately. Yeah. So we named this show. The cottage industry, right? Mm -hmm. The cottage industry. We have now created an industry because of a human being not being able to afford and survive. How fucked up is that? It's it's so fucked up because now, like you said, it's created a job. And then when that job gets taken away, because it shouldn't be a permanent, this shouldn't be a permanent job. This should be like a seasonal job, right? We should root something to where we can end homelessness and be like, hooray, we fucking did it. Everybody can fucking live, survive, all this stuff. No. The sad part of it is, is there's going to be people that depend on this and want this to keep being a thing. So they're not going to try to help this and they're not going to try to cure this because it can be cured like i said before it's very simple how to how to solve homelessness it's whether or not we're going to do that right those people that need behavioral health need to get that help those people that are are out from jail back onto the streets and they're causing a ruckus need to go back to jail. And, and Kate Brown, you know who those people are. Just saying, just saying. Well, and then there's also people who come out of jail who it's been, you know, they did offenses back when, when, you know, like when marijuana was illegal, but now it's like legal and they're like, holy shit. And then they're coming out. And then again, they're living on the streets just because of that situation. But there is a few, I mean, there, I've only heard of this a few times, but there is a few programs that you can come out of the jail, go into like a housing place, but there's very, very few of them. We need more of those to where they can go back into society but you, you expect people like vets, you expect certain people just to come back into society and be like, boop, here you go. You got this. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, again, like we said, there's so many, so many different situations, countless situations. Yeah. So it's very concerning to me about 
how this process is working because all of these different service services that are supposed to be supporting the homeless community are not working together. Well, and you're seeing it. Is it barely being effective? Because you're right there no. in it. No, it's not being, it's not, they're not working together because if they, if they, let's say they put a notice. I'm just going to give you an example. Let's say they put a notice and let's say somebody has an RV and then they have tents and they have all of these things and they're packing up. There are different there are different uh, organizations that come in through the whole process of it. Then it's time to leave. Now the RV is going down the street. Either sometimes they can't make it down the street because it's not running very well, or maybe they're out of gas. It could be multiple things. And then you have the cops pulling them over. And the cops are like, uh, your vehicle's not registered. You need to pull over. And um, your vehicle's not running right. It's missing all of these things. It can't be on the road. And you're, and you're just sitting there like, what the fuck, people? Like they're in like a stuck position, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, and, and where, where, where are you going to go? Where are they going to go, dude? You just shoved them out, which I 100% agree on some things about sanitary safety mm -hmm. human feces a whole bunch of needles but this is our community peeps this is up to everybody to help right am i wrong no you know you're not wrong i mean um this is what i think of when i see I, we failed them we 100 percent failed them and I mean, I think of people that I've grown up with who didn't have a close relationship with their family, like how I do with you. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm, I really hope that they've, you know, I've made it out okay and are okay, but they're, you know, people don't have a close relationship with their mother or their father to where they can make it out like that. And then they become homeless and it is so sad. And like you said, those, that number, that, that 6,000 number, whatever, it has to be higher because is that, is that just reported in Portland? Because in all of Oregon, it's got to be tremendously higher. It has nothing to do with all of Oregon. Yeah. That's just in our area. Yeah. But even still in the Portland metro area, whatever, it, it I think because I see it in your area of place of business, I see it in um, certain family members' areas of homes there they live on a daily basis and i also see it near people's schools and it's it there shouldn't there shouldn't be tents by people's the the schools like elementary schools there shouldn't be because what you teach your kids at a young age is stranger danger and if, if they're playing out at recess and then there's a stranger there do you Little kids don't know how to deal with those types of situations. So that needs to be worked on and helped. Like we need to pay attention to that and do right. I would like all of you to pay attention to the budget. Get involved. Look at the budget of the homeless. It is. Look at where they're spending the money. And then you can understand 
a little bit more, right? Now they have created a whole corporation, a whole industry. People are going to depend on these jobs. What I need them to do is pay attention and help these people that are on the streets struggling. You know? I mean, and then we always say this in a lot of topics that we talk about. Don't make it be until it affects you and it's in your area and be like, oh, well, it's not happening in my area, so fuck it. No. Like, get out there and vote for important people who are going to make those important changes for the things. Because right now we don't have the right people. We know this. Our governors, our fucking mayors, Um, that's all I have to say for those people, but we need to, for, we know this, so we need to change it. We need to get the important people in there to make changes. And you know that even though we make those changes, it's still not going to work. We, as the majority, which is the people need to help. We need to participate. And I don't like hearing the, huh, well, you know, I don't see it in it. No, like you should care about every human being. That's what I I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's the way I was raised. Some people aren't that way. Fucking care about people and care about their well-being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So today is uh, September 11th. September 11th means a lot to a lot of people. Today I lost my one of my best friends in 2018. Super groovy cosmic bus. I have her sticker right on here. Rocking it today. So I think about her every day. She cared about the homeless. She was a very selfless person as well. She cared about other people more than herself, I feel like. She did. Feeding the homeless. Mm -hmm. She was all about feeding the homeless. Um, I think if she was around today, she would just, it would be heavy, heavy. She would feel so heavy. Yeah. So it's important for us to be talking when some voices can't be heard, Mm -hmm. right? Some voices can't be heard. Or muted. Or they're muted. Yeah. Or it's not being circulated around Mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why we, as, I mean, we say it, we are 100% privileged. And with that privilege, we got to fucking put out that for the people who need it. And with that privilege that we have, we got, we have to help. Yeah. So pay attention to those budgets. See, be on those people of government spending our money. Stay on top of them spending our money. Okay, when I'm saying our money, the homeless people are not having a voice. We need to have that voice for them. We need to make them accountable of spending the money in the proper places that need to be to help the the homeless community. I agree with everything you say. I mean, uh, it 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 all we we got to do better. We got to help. And I want to say one thing before we end it and kind of touch base on our last subject of kids going back to school. 
if you're a parent, you're, if your child, if this is your child's first week of school, if their child, if your child's first week is next week, cause it depends on the area you are just check in with your kid. Just talk with them. Don't like make it like a pressurized thing. Just have a conversation with them. See how they're doing. Make sure that they feel good and safe at school and everything's going well. And that's just my little side note on that. Just make sure your kids are doing good. During this crazy world, man, this crazy world. Yes. Until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Peace. Ladylike is produced by us. Our theme song is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs>